When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. I'm very rarely lost for words, Sam, and I'm it's t- I'm tired, but I'm I'm flat at what I've witnessed tonight from an Australian perspective. England, brilliant, absolutely brilliant from England. Bowled well, captained well, strategically outclassed Australia. 125 Australia would never, never had enough. We tried our best at the halfway to talk it up. They not only didn't have enough, they've got them, am I correct, Sam, in 11.4 overs? 11.4 overs. Yep. England have won two wickets down. Josh Butler, man of the match, devastating performance. And the Australians... Please don't sweep this under the carpet and say, oh, well, it's just a one-off performance. It's it's actually time to have a serious look at the strategy and tactics of our T20 side. That was a very passionate, an emotional, a moved, uh, a frustrated, a bewildered Darren Berry after Australia capitulated to an eight-wicket loss. They were as comprehensively beaten as I think I can remember them being. They've had lower totals. They've had... Uh, lower scores, they've had probably bigger losses, but not in that shape. Not They were treated like amateurs. By, they were treated like parkies um, by the England cricket team. And Darren Berry has had a couple of days just to contemplate and reassess and evaluate what he saw and what he was feeling at 4.30am on Sunday morning. And he's been good enough to jump on with me, Chuck. Hello, mate. G'day, partner. I'm, I'm awake now. I'm, uh, I, I was asleep. I was like a mummy just walking at 4am in the morning. But I stand by my words. Uh, we were humiliated the other night. And, mm. uh, yeah, we, we really do now. I mean, looking at the other results, how things are going, uh, we've got to find a win. I'll be together Thursday night for the big one against Bangladesh. And, and don't just listen and think, oh, well, they'll beat Bangladesh. No, no. Bangladesh... Uh, Australia before. They've got some very good international cricketers. Uh, so we need to win that one first and foremost, Sammy, and then, then we need to focus on the Indies. I think Australia are going to need to win two games to get through to the semi-finals. Yeah, the net run rate took a bashing. And, and as you say, let's not forget that Bangladesh beat Australia 4-1 in the recent series. Uh, yeah, it was over there, but you're playing in the UAE, uh, similar sort of conditions um, that you're going to be confronted with. So they gave Australia an almighty touch-up. Yes, there were some people missing from that side, but we've seen in the games previously, that those people aren't making a hell of a lot of difference at the moment anyway. So, Chuck, when it comes to cricket, one of the great things about cricket, like all sport, is that it's seen through the eyes of the beholder. So you and I can look at the same thing and you could see something and I could see something and they might be at polar opposites. But rarely have I seen to a man and a woman, everyone who's had their say on Australia's performance and Australia's uh, selections and Australia's tactical deployment, everyone yep. is on the same page with this. You don't ever really see this in sport. So if that's the case, question begs, 
why aren't the Australian hierarchy on the same page? If I mean, I've listened a lot to Shane Bourne over the last couple of days, and you and I were there live, and we called it, and I called it as I saw it. Majority support. A couple of people thought I was being a little bit too passionate, and it was only one game. But um, look, that they've got to have a serious look at how they're playing the game and how they're structuring their batting lineup. That's the main thing for me. I honestly believe, Sam, that the the three quicks and two spinners is the best bowling attack we can put out. We we got belted the other night, but we got belted because we only had 125 runs on the board, and England got away to a flyer. So you've got to understand and put that in context. England wouldn't have been able to play with that freedom if Australia posted 165. So that's what we need to fix. In my opinion, the batting structure needs to be fixed. And and that might involve, it may well involve... Oh, we might have just lost Chuck there. That line just cut out. We're going to get him straight back up in just a moment. And I might even put to him, Shane Warne has given his preferred 11 moving forward. Now, he's stuck with Dave Warner. Um, but but he did speak to Adam Gilchrist uh, before this on uh, SENWA and, and spoke about his concern over the form of Dave Warner. He's gone with Dave Warner, Aaron Finch, Marcus Stoinis at three. Let's not forget that nobody has scored more runs in a T20, uh, in a big bash series than Marcus Stoinis opening the batting. So Warney's gone with him at three, Mitch Marsh back in the side at four, Josh Inglis to come in, take the gloves and bat five, Glenn Maxwell to be the closer at six, Agar, Cummins, Stark, Zampa, and Hazelwood. That's Warney's side. So there we've got Chuck Berry back. Chuck, let's talk selection. And and as we do that, I think it's really important that we do what you, that you do what you've done every night. And that's talk about the tactical reason as to why that there are people picked in specialist positions in T20 cricket more so than any other type. Hundred percent. You've got to look at matchups. You've got to look at the type of bowler. What person would do well in those um, matchups and those conditions? And that's where I think Australia have really fallen away a lot in T20 cricket. We always pick the names, but not necessarily the role players. Uh, and I just hope that on Thursday night they have a real good look at. I heard you just uh, when I got back on Warney's team. Um, I'm slightly different. Uh, I've probably, I've run out of patience with David Warner. So, I'm sorry, and he's been a great player. And when we give opinions, people think, oh, you know. But I'm saying uh, that Warner goes because his form's no good. And I don't care about the 60 that he made because, for me, that was a bully innings and he should have been out on 19. So, for me, I'm actually going to go with Matthew Wade up the top. Um, Left-hander still with Aaron Finch, who's in good form. I don't mind saying suggestion of Joss Inglis, who's a free stroker. Now, you've got to decide whether Inglis or Mitchell Marsh come about at number three. Steve Smith, who Shane Warne wants out of the side, I personally, at the start of the tournament, didn't want him in because I don't think he's a very good T20 player. But I think he can bat at four and be the manipulative player of spin in these conditions, which I think he's good at, mm. finding gaps, run twos. So long as on behind him, he has Maxwell at five and Stoinis at six. And even Agar, who I'm staying with at seven, they're your three finishers. So that's how I'm lining up. I'm going um, at the top. Finch, the captain, alongside Matthew Wade, left-hander. Joss Inglis or Mitch Maas, one of those can come in there at three and, and play an aggressive role. And then uh, Smith four, uh, Maxwell five, Stoinis six. For me, that's the lineup. 
that you go with. I don't mind if you want to put Stoinis to the top, but remember, you and I have called the games, and he's done well finishing, albeit except the other night. But when he came in, we were three for rubbish, and it wasn't a finishing innings. He had to to play a navigating innings, and he got pinned with a wrong and first ball. So, look, opinions. That's mine. You've heard Shane's. I don't know what you think, but, you know, and what all our listeners think, but I think there needs to... Don't just roll out the same batting lineup and go, oh, well, we'll, we'll get it right. Please don't bat Steve Smith at three. The the, the Adil Rashid record against Marcus Stoinis, uh, I know Jerry Whaley was questioning the logic of uh, where they brought him in. Um, yep. And, and maybe it was... And it was obviously great captaincy from uh, Owen Morgan to see Stoinis coming out and go, righto, Adil, here you go. Here's your bunny. No offence to Marcus Stoinis. But you picked it beautifully in another great Chuck Stradamus moment. You said he will give him the wrong and first up because that's how he's got him in the past. And if he backs yep. away, he'll expose his pads. Uh, and that's exactly what he did. Stoinis didn't pick the wrong end. He was out LBW uh, and on his way, as you say, um, uh, with the first ball that he faced of uh, Adil Rashid. So... That that's that that brings me into the next line of questioning, Chuck, about our tactics, and about yep. where why are we seemingly behind the rest of the world in the matchups, the the way in which we 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 select the side, and then the way in which we implement the game plan. Yep, well you, you've got to have some accountability, and that these guys are good friends of mine. <laughs> Justin Lang is the coach, Aaron Finch is captain. I'd like to think I have a good relationship with both, but. Ultimately, the captain and the coach must be accountable for the side's performance. Australia will have an analyst there. In fact, I think it's Dean Hills who's been with them for a long time. I'll stand corrected on that. Another good man with good knowledge, all the stats, it's all there before mm. them. I, I, so I, I don't know why it's not translating into the right strategy and the right performances. Um, you and I have discussed it, and I am a big believer um, that there should be a separate setup for the T20. Mm. An absolute separate, separate selectors, separate uh, coaches, separate captains. Well, we've got separate captains, so that's okay. You know, it should be a totally different setup, and I think we're lagging behind a little bit. The other thing that I does concern me, guys like Smith and Warner that are playing a lot of the Test cricket, they actually don't play in our big bash competition. No. Now I haven't got the short answer, but we've got to find a way to get these guys to play in the Big Bash. That's our premier T20 competition. They go and play in all the other tournaments around the world, but they don't play in our Big Bash. The Australian T20 side doesn't gel. It doesn't play enough together. But we're picking the wrong people and putting them in the wrong seats on the bus. You've got to get them on the bus and you need Finch at the front driving the bus. And then you've got to line them up in the right seats at the moment. They're, they're all in the wrong seats and we're playing accordingly. Uh, and Shane Watson was saying uh, was, his sentiment was pretty similar when he was covering the game. I played the audio earlier of him saying the exact same thing. These guys just don't play enough T20 together and that's got to be addressed. And um, it was something that you've brought up in the call as well, Chuck. And I wonder whether, um, with all due respect, because I'm a massive Justin Langer fan as well, and, and, and it goes to my agreement with you about having a specialist T20 coach. You were full of praise for the fact that the English coach and Owen Morgan uh, across every single piece of analytics, every single piece of statistical data. They know every batter's record against every bowler. They know the ins, ins and outs of the Ducks' bum proverbially when it comes to T20 cricket and the opponents that we're playing. Are we as analytically progressed and statistically aware as maybe some of the other nations are? 
Okay, well, my answer is that we should be. We should be, mm. but what I'm, what I'm watching and what I'm witnessing is we are not. We are not. So something's missing. Something's not gelling. And, and, and unless you're in there in the inner sanctum, you don't know, but I can tell you, and, it, and a lot of people have said it, watching the games, we, again, we're just repeating the stuff, but wrong order, wrong selection. T20 side. Uh, I think we need to pick from the big bash. That's where we pick the team from. And guys like um, Jordan Silk and uh, John O'Wells and guys like that that do really well in the yeah. big bash, they've, they've got to be recognised. Uh, you know, Riley Meredith, Nathan Ellis is one that I think is going to come into the side moving forward. He's one of the emergency players. He's got good T20 skills. He's got change of pace. He's got good Yorker. He's got a bouncer. It is really, I'll repeat, a strategic game and one over, in fact, one ball can change the dynamic of the game. You have to be sharp. For, for all those 120 balls, you can't relax for any of them. And our batting is my frustration. Our batting is just consistently letting us down, in particular at the top of the order. I don't know how much longer you can just say David Warner's got credits in the bank and we roll out. And it's not just because he's not making runs. It's actually the way he's getting out that's mm. frustrating me most of all. Off balance, charging down, stopping, jumping. To me, Sam, he looks like he's trying so hard to say, I've still got it, and it's actually pushing him further away. And Chuck, we've only got about 30 seconds before the ad break's going to cut us off, the automatic ad break. Yep. But the other frustrating part of that is everything you've said 100%. And it, and it would be dismissible if, and, and, and it looks like they're saying, well, we're, we're picking guys that have been playing in the IPL. And that's all very well and good, but the guys in the IPL, only two of them actually had a good IPL, and that was Maxwell Correct. and Hazelwood. So Correct. the other guys that have come through there didn't have good tournaments on the same pitches that we're playing on now. So that makes it even more bewildering. It's like, okay, yes, they're the biggest names in Australian cricket, but Smith they haven't been in form. Exactly. Smith and Warner. Smith and Warner were not selected in their IPL teams. Listen to that. Work that out. Mm. You're allowed to have four international players and Smith and Warner couldn't get a game in their T20 side. What does that tell us? Mm. Australia, if they were serious, they would have sacked the IPL and they would have had an intensive two- or three-week T20 training camp with a couple of really good solid hit-outs. You could have put Australia A team in T20 or pick the big bash team of the year and play against the Australian team. We've got them all over the place, disjointed, sitting in hotels in Dubai, not getting a game. Then we come together and say, oh, what's gone wrong? Poor planning, mm. poor, and, and that's what we're getting. Oh, but it's only one performance, Darren. Don't overreact. Let's see what we respond with against Bangladesh and the West Indies. Win both of those, get through to the semi. Uh, we might have just lost Chuck there, the line that just dropped out. We were going to say goodbye anyway because we're running right up into the ad break before we have to say goodbye at the top of the hour. Uh, brilliantly done. Darren Berry will be back 9 p.m. Uh, Thursday night for that next uh, T20 clash against Bangladesh. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.